0: How you doing, everybody? Um, This is the host, Cameron Lee, of the Next Level Podcast. Um, In today's episode, I am brought to you by another very special guest. We are here joined by first-year Ridgeview Boys track head coach, Mr. Charles Proctor. How you doing, CP?
1: Hey, what's going on, man? I appreciate you having me on the episode today.
0: I Thank you for for coming and joining us, man. Um, It's been a long time coming. Um, So, CP, we know this is your first year here at Ridgeview. Um, you know, we like to, to get a back a background story, you know, on everyone that we bring in, um, you know, getting to learn on how you, how you found your path that you're on now and um, how you're able to get here where we are today. So okay. let's start off talking about your background some, you know, you, you, athletically, you know, are you from the Columbia area and um, how did you get into the, the track and field sport?
1: Okay, well, um, uh, definitely uh, was raised in the Columbia area. We, uh, my father's military so we moved down here in December 97 and um, actually started off with uh, with a taekwondo background okay and came down here and um, didn't didn't like some of the uh, some of the some of the some of the dojos we were going to just didn't fit the style that we were used to and uh, needed to pick up another sport and my father's a, a, my father's a, a letterman from uh, University of Maryland. So, you know, track has always been big in our family. And so I picked up AAU track in the uh, spring of 1998. Mm -hmm. And um, first year, first year ran in the 12 and under division, uh, national champion in the 400. And so uh, basically had instant success, and it just took off from there. Uh, From there, I ended up running for Richland Northeast in the seventh, starting in the seventh grade, and was on the varsity team there competing. Um, shout uh, Shout out to my big brother, Aries Curry. Mm-hmm. I was uh, chasing him around and ran. So I ran for Richard Northeast in the seventh and uh, eighth grade. Ended up moving to Germany. Well, first, well, well, my father ended up getting a PCS to Germany, back to Germany. And so we ended up moving to Maryland in the the first part of the second semester of my ninth grade year. Ran in Maryland for a little bit, and then we ended up going to Germany. Ran in Germany, finished my freshman year there. Ran over there my sophomore year. Um. Came back my junior year simply because, I mean, internet wasn't big back then. There was no (laughs) recruiting services or things of that nature. And I was having some pretty good success over there in Germany, but nobody knew. And so just for recruiting purposes, my parents allowed me to come back a year early, to come back my junior year, Um, end up being a state champion in 100 my senior year, originally Northeast, Um, received a scholarship to uh, continue my education and athletic um, endeavors at Coastal Carolina University. Nice.
0: Nice, man. That's a that's pretty impressive, you know. I, um, you know, not jumping too far ahead, but I know about your history as far as winning as a coach. Yeah, you know, yeah. to, to hear your individual success and, and to see that, pretty much from you know, from the first time you touch the track, it sounds like you you only know winning. So yeah, I, I mean, think,
1: look, it's I've definitely had definitely like anybody else in any other profession, I had some failures, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> to you know, jump off the porch and. Hit the ground running the way I did, you know, it definitely definitely showed that it was in my blood. And it, I mean, I just I I honestly just fell in love with it, man. And I think that's what's helped me from inception to now is just the love that I've always had for the sport.
0: Yeah, and then just you know, we have our conversations, you know, off the mic, and I can tell how passionate you are about this sport. So, I think I mean, as long as you if you have that type of passion and you have that drive and you have that want to get up every day and to improve, I think that's going to continue. The success is going to continue to follow you. So I think that's pretty impressive.
1: Most definitely.
0: Um, so after Coastal Carolina, um, how did you how did you fall into coaching? You know, what, what drove you to become a, a, a track and field coach?
1: Okay, well, this is actually my favorite part of my journey because it talks about the 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 major failure mm-hmm. that I had. Um, <clears throat> like I said earlier, received a scholarship to compete at Coastal Carolina, and I basically partied my scholarship away. You know, that's one of the that's one of the uh, stories that I love to tell my kids, because as coaches, we always tell them about our successes, but we rarely tell them about our failures. Mm-hmm. I legit partied my scholarship away. And so after two years being at Coastal, got kicked off. Uh, I was academically ineligible. And so didn't, didn't go back to school, which was another mistake that I made, mm-hmm. not going back and still in love with the sport, heartbroken that I couldn't compete Uh, try to come home and end up training with a a professional coach down here with a couple professional athletes trying to get on that way um had the opportunity to go run in France for a few indoor meets and that was pretty cool but I mean it just did not it just wasn't in the cards Mm -hmm. for me uh just the lifestyle wasn't conducive to to being a professional or Mm -hmm. even getting back to the collegiate ranks and so um I was uh go out went back to Northeast and so my old high school track coach was back at Northeast coaching at this point. And I just started volunteering and it started from just me coming out there one day and Hey, I might just hold blocks or, you know, coach. Uh, and, and at that time, Corey head was the head coach. Who's now the girls head coach at Westwood mm-hmm. and, or, and then some days I'll come out there and it just was, Hey, coach, what can I help with today? What can I do? What can I help with? And it turned in from that to becoming a full-time um, assistant in I want to say 2010, 2009, 2010, and um, I got my first head I got my first head job at Rich Northeast, which was cool because I took over my alma, alma mater, um, in 2011, 2012, nice, and been rolling since then. From there, uh, was there for a few years, had a few state champions, a few uh, few nationally ranked, um, jumpers at that at that time, and went from there, went to Keenan. And was at Keenan for seven to eight years, and that's really where that's really where the career took off. Nice. Um, I mean, through throughout the years between Rich and Northeast and, and at Keenan, between relays and individuals, had around twenty seven state champions, um, two two team runner ups in two thousand seventeen when we uh, Keenan was two A, and then two thousand nineteen when we were three A. Um, we w- what seven seven region titles. You know um and and countless national countless national qualifiers and and I, and all 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 that success through there uh led me here led me here to uh which has been a beautiful so far it's been a beautiful journey man yeah I, now, I wouldn't i wouldn't change nothing for the world
0: and uh just you know you said something in you know before when you first got started is talking about your failures and um i think that's a, that's something great that you do you know and and that's something that I try to relate to my guys as well. You know, everything is not, you know, squeaky clean. Everything is not perfect. You know, you're going to bump your head. You're going to make mistakes. And, um, you know, just by, you know, both of us both being former athletes, I think it helps you become a better coach because you can relate. And you, we've been in those situations that our our runners or our players have been in are, that are approaching them and, and that situations that they've been in, that they're going through currently. And I think that helps you relate to them. And, you know, I think it's important just to, you know, share those same sentiments, share, you know, our experiences and let them know, you know, it's okay. You're going to fail sometimes. You're going to make bad decisions. But, you know, obviously you're back on your feet and you're doing great.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the mantras that I use is um, I never take losses. Um, I, t- I have a lot of lessons in life, mm-hmm. but I've never had a loss. Because it's only a loss if you never learn from it. And so I tell people, I tell kids all the time, you know, they come and talk to me about the, uh, you know, about the L's mm-hmm. that people that, that they have taken mm-hmm. or that uh, somebody around them have taken. I'm like, it's not an L. It's only an ill if you ain't learned from it. I've learned from every single loss, no matter how detrimental it was to what I had going on at the present time. I've been I've been fortunate enough to be been able to take a uh, take a step back, evaluate it learn from it and make sure I'll make the same mistakes again. So, you know, definitely never losses, always lessons around that.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, you, you touched on your winning pedigree and, you know, we, we just, it's a reason why we have you here. You Oh know? yeah, most definitely. The pedigree, the pedigree, you know, you just, you just spoke on some of your accolades as a coach and I think it speaks for itself. So, you know, I'm excited to see you bring that same, that same, um, you know, pedigree, that same expectations here to Ridgeview. <clears throat> Um, speaking on your transition here to Redview, um how how was the transition been so far?
1: Oh, transition has been amazing, man. And going back to what you just said about the pedigree, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm here. Uh, you know, had a, had a great thing going on at Keenan. You know, don't I don't want anybody to ever get that twisted. It was an amazing, it was an amazing time there. We accomplished a lot of things before I left. Probably was the greatest season that I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But one thing, the one thing that drew me here was the championship pedigree across the board. And um, it was it was funny because in a uh, a coach from a I won't even say rival school we don't have no rivals I mean we <laughs> are rivals I don't, I don't believe in no rivals yeah, uh, I agree from from another school said that you know I, I posted our I posted our school records and our school records rivals a lot of collegiate institutions Division One Double A and D two and some some Division One schools I mean it's our school records are crazy and. And I posted them, and another coach was like, "Coach, you won't have a problem breaking those because y'all have so many great athletes at that school. You can tell because you can tell about the success of the football and the basketball teams." And that was something that that brought me here. It was knowing that there were other coaches alongside of me that had the same mindset, which was bringing championships home mm-hmm. to Ridgeview High School. And so that was that was one of the selling points when I uh, when I talked to the athletic director here, you know, like you talk about championship pedigree, he saw the resume, he had saw the things in person, and it was just like, hey, can you bring that here? And I'd love to, I'd love to work alongside the great coaching staffs that you have here, and for us to collectively come together and see how we can put these kids in the best situation possible.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I I believe that, uh, you know. Ridgewood is different maybe from other schools just because all of our coaches work together. I mean, even if we don't have the same sports, but, you know, me and you, we talk, and we talk about certain guys that play basketball, and we're like, hey, you need to go after this guy. He can probably really help you during track season. Right, right. Or, or, you know, the same as football. You know, we have guys on the (laughs) basketball team, We you know, talking to Coach Howard, hey, this kid probably could be a better football player than the basketball guy, you know, and I see how close you are with the football team as well. So I think all of us being on board, having those expectations that, you know, we want to win championships, we want to put banners up and everybody's on the same page. I think that kind of makes Ridgeview different.
1: Oh, yeah. And and I mean, it it helps it helps the child more than anything else. Because, I mean, I mean, you you, you look at it, you have like you just said, you might have a kid that's sitting around here and they're they're six, five, six, six. But they're on the court. They're a tweener. You know, not really that great in the post, really not that really don't have the handles to really be a good guard. Mm-hmm. But you put that boy on the dag on offensive or defensive line, you're walk you're a walking scholarship. Yep. You understand? And it might have just been, it might have been harder to to receive that scholarship on the court. Or vice versa. You might have had somebody that's, you know, like I had the situation at Keenan. We had a kid that was a three year starter at the quarterback spot. The boys at the University of Oklahoma right now on a dag on full strike scholarship. <laughs> you know? I mean, for him, football was life. Football was life. Football was life. He gave track and field, he gave it the chance one season. And in one season, he's at a power five school. And so, but that doesn't happen if you don't have coaches that are that are willing to work with each other and work around, you know, kids' schedule and things of that nature. Like, I know ball is life is here. Don't get this twisted. It's mm-hmm. three this dad going three state championships in four years. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be. But there's a lot of great athletes out there that I think can be great uh, track athletes. Yeah. And the way to do that is hey, I work around your AU schedule. I know ball is life. Matter of fact, I'll come to the game because I support it. Mm-hmm.
0: And not only that, I think, um, you know, something that I wish I would have utilized when I was a, a student athlete, track and field helps you in everything. Most, definitely. Most that's, definitely. That's the sport, you know, it's the key. Like, you can you can apply what you use in track and field to literally every sport, and it'll make you a better athlete, you know, help you out with your explosiveness, help you out with your endurance, your speed, so, you know, I know personally. I'm planning on pushing a lot of our guys My to man. come out and join you, just so they can get that advantage when it comes time for the next season or whatever step that they're taking. To some of them going to college, you know, give them that head that head start, and um, I think it'll ultimately benefit them in the long run.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely.
0: Um, <clears throat> looking forward to this spring season. Um, you know, seeing that this is your first year. Uh, what are some? What are some? Um, what are your goals you know to push the 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 track program forward you know and what are what are some characteristics that you're looking to instill into these boys as you take over
1: the goal remains the same and and that's to get on the podium um every year um <laughs> Uh, I'm just as bad as a Dallas Cowboy fan. Every year, is my year. Go Cowboys! <laughs> oh man, I can't <laughs> believe you. So yeah, every year is my year, and so every year, every year, um, every year is the, the goal is to be at the po- be on the podium during the state meet, and to be in Oregon at nationals. Mm-hmm. And but but the biggest thing, our mantra is trust the process. This whole thing is going to be a process. Now everybody's process is different. Everybody's not going to walk the same road, but the end goal should be the same. The end goal should be the same, and that's excellence. And so I'm going to push excellence. I'm going to push coming to practice with a purpose every single day. When I wake up, I wake up with a purpose every single day. How can I come to Ridgeview and impact the student athletes that are here? How can I come here and be a light to the staff that's here? And so if I'm waking up every day with a purpose when I come here, I'm still instilling in them come to practice every day with a purpose. And hopefully that turns into them leaving their school as young men and going into life and waking up every day with a purpose to be better and, um, and to strive for excellence, not perfection, not perfection. I, I, I have a saying, I say constant progression over perfection. And I just want these kids to understand, the, understand that they have to consistently be mindful that they need to be better than what they were the day before. And if we can do that, I believe that all the goals as far as performance-wise will be met, whatever their goal is. And that is one thing that I allow them to do. I allow them to make their own goals. Mm-hmm be it as soft as it are or how lofty they are, I want you to make your own goals. And my and my job as the coach is to help you achieve those goals and let's knock them down and then let's reset some more.
0: Yep. And I, just piggybacking off what you just said, you know, something that I like to tell our guys is that um we're constantly chasing perfection. Um and we're never going to be perfect. Exactly. You know, you're exactly. never going to be perfect. So, you know, just one percent better every day, you know, constantly putting the days together, you know, seeing the seeing the big picture but ultimately, you know, staying focused on the now and then on the today. And if we can be consecutive, you know, consistent and put consecutive days together, then we'll ultimately be able to reach our goal. You yeah, know, uh,
1: And going, going off of that, yes, and also being present in the time, being present right now. We, we get so caught up in <clears throat> when we make the goals, we get so caught up in the future. Mm-hmm. And some of these kids can't mentally handle that and it, it, gets, it gets too stressful for them. And so getting, and so something that I've been working on myself and which I'm going get to get my guys to, get to work on as well is just being, being content with being in the now. Stop rushing to get to the end of the season. Stop rushing to get to the PRs. Mm-hmm. Let's be consistent with where we are, and let's handle that. And if we can do that, if we can handle every day like that, take every day as it comes, I think the end goal, I think, and was it the third week in May? I think we're going to be making a lot of noise. I'm expecting to make a lot of noise. I think we have some phenomenal athletes that are here um, that, that can really shake South Carolina And when it comes to the track and field community, man. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so excited to, to get all these kids together, get on the track, and, and get to work.
0: For sure, most definitely, man. I think with your intensity and your your passion, Excuse me, for the game, I think that's going to rub off on the rest of the guys. You guys will be ultimately be successful. Um, <clears throat> so we we talked about some of your expectations. You know, um, you know, winning is always the goal. You know, I love that. Um, this is your what tenth, eleventh uh, year coaching?
1: Yeah, about eleventh, twelfth, yeah, something like eleventh,
0: twelfth year. Let's let's look back some. Um what has been your most memorable experience
1: so far as a head coach? Excuse me. Um I just had it this past summer. Um this uh this past what was it July where we were at high school nationals in Oregon. It was the very first year it was in Oregon, which Oregon is uh, it's called a Cathedral. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, hands down the 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 best track and field facility in the United States and probably one in the world. And I, I, I took a team up there, uh, took Keenan, and two, two unattached athletes that I trained at different schools, mm-hmm. and we went across the country. Well, first, this was a few of the kids, first time ever on the plane. <laughs> so, I mean, that in itself was just an amazing experience to be able to, again— Use athletics to give these kids an experience that they had never had, yeah. and so just seeing, just getting them on a the plane and seeing them rush through airports and carrying luggage and and getting on the plane and being nervous and watching them go through turbulence and holding on to they, grabbing onto their mama arms. I mean, these is these six foot two, hundred seventy five seventy pound young pound young men, death scared yeah. <laughs> of turbulence. So I mean, that was cool in itself, and then to get onto the West Coast, I had never been to the West Coast. Kids had never been to the West Coast. they might not ever go back, mm-hmm. but we were able to experience that together. So I mean, that, that, was, that was super special right there. And then when we get there and get onto the track end, uh, most of our kids weren't picked to get on the podium. Uh, we went up, We came back home to South Carolina with 13 All-American medals. Mm, that's impressive. I mean, I mean, to go up there and to place, I Think I believe the relay was third in the four by one, was sixth, because top sixes makes all Americans. Six in the uh, four by four had just made that, and they got fourth in the sprint mid. Um, and then I had a uh, young man, Prescott Jefferson, who happened to be one of the fastest sprinters in the state. He goes up there and he places in the 200 one of the fastest times in the country. You know, and go up there with Ali Conyers, who um, she's at Cal Berkeley right now who basically who, was, who had the fastest 400-meter time in all of South Carolina, regardless of classifications, for her to go up there and PR in her events. You know, it was just an amazing experience. And, bro, I lie to you not, it was probably one of the most emotional times I've ever had. Because it was, I mean, it's, I always tell people, whatever, whatever your profession is, you search for that holy grail, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is. And I always thought mine was a team state championship. I've been runner-up twice. I've had countless state champions, but I always thought my holy grail was going to be when I finally hoist this trophy up at the end of the state championship and I'm standing up there on the number one, on the number one block, I've arrived. And that whole experience showed me that it was never about the daggone trophy. It was, always a, it was always about giving these kids experiences and experiencing it with them and watching them just have this childlike joy. I mean, they ran off the track. They snatched me over the rail. I mean, y'all know me; I'm a little dude. They yeah. snatched me over, the, and I mean, we're just hugging and boohoo crying. And it hit me then that that's what it's about. It's it's about it's about experience, experiencing something with these kids that's bigger than us. And hands down, that was the greatest moment of my career. I mean, I'm sitting here. I give, I give the team like a like a post I guess a post meet speech. Every track meet, every track meet and i mean i couldn't get through it i'm i'm smiling but i'm boohoo crying yeah. they're smiling boohoo crying parents smiling boohoo crying all of our pictures look crazy <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying but i mean it was just a it, it was a it was a life changing experience for me and, and and it changed a lot of the it changed a lot of the ways that i i probably will um i probably will attack things as far as a head coach going forward and just to, and just certain things that I would like to instill into the kids, and certain things that I realized that just wasn't important. Yeah. And yes. I- so yeah, that that Oregon trip, man, that Oregon trip really changed my life.
0: Well, here's to you know that's the first of many. You know, uh, most definitely, most know, definitely. Plan on doing that doing that even more. You know, during your tenure here, um, you know, CP. During my my short time knowing you, you know, just picking up on certain things. I know I, I read people. I like to watch people and read. Your energy is infectious, you know.
1: Appreciate that. You Thank know, you. it's
0: infectious in all aspects. You know, you you have great energy, and I think you know, when you bring that to your team this year, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to rub off on them. You know, I could tell you're definitely passionate about track and field. You're, you're passionate about our students. Most
1: definitely. You know, and,
0: and I think that's something that we need, you know, around here, and I, and I think you're a great asset for us here in the athletic department. Um, you're going to continue to be great, um, continue to, to, to help us – carry on that winning tradition that we have in all in all sports and uh, i'm really truly looking forward to seeing you guys be successful you know i i'm usually not a you know just being honest a huge track and field guy but i definitely plan on you know coming and supporting and seeing what you guys are putting together this year and i'm excited too you know like you said we have some great athletes and um i want to see them succeed as well so i appreciate you coming man i appreciate you sitting down with me this has truly been a great interview my man, my yes, man, sir. I appreciate you. Yes sir. It's been love. Yes, always. And um, where can we find you? You know, information on the team for social media.
1: Um, okay, don't get me the line now, I've been. I've been <laughs> uh, I think it's um, for the boys for the boys track team. I think it's Ridgeview Boys Track.
0: Okay, Ridgeview Boys Track
1: at. Um, yep, Ridgeview B Track. Rizu B Track on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure it's the same
0: on Instagram. On,
1: on Instagram as well, and you'll you'll see everything on there. Just I mean, just from random workout videos, us in the weight room, us out there on the track. Um, we're gonna post our uh, we're gonna post our national schedule. Soon, Uh shout out to the basketball team for uh, <laughs> for for Dagon giving us giving us the um, the idea of the rollout. That was super dope, by the way. Oh, and yeah. uh, if y'all have not noticed, we definitely got one of the, one of the best players in the country and one of the best teams in the country. So y'all make sure y'all support them. But we're there. I mean, I mean, we're going. We have a we are going to Clash of Carolinas, North Carolina Penn relays of mm-hmm. damn Penn, and uh and and Oregon is always on the table. So I mean. I look, I'm very excited, but you'll see all the information from that on those two pages.
0: Okay. Well, everyone, be sure to give them a follow. You know, keep up with our track program. CP, has been a pleasure, brother. My man, I appreciate you. Until next time. Yes, sir. This is the Next Level Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Lee, and we are out.